Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Be Healed podcast. This is where we learn about God's promises of healing, things from the Bible that are going to change our life, and how to overcome adversity in our lives. Today, we're going to be digging deeper into the idea of how to build miracle-level faith. We're going to be talking about how to move from just mental faith into spiritual faith. I want to welcome you if this is your first time listening to the Be Healed podcast. And I encourage and invite you to follow the Be Healed podcast so you're not going to miss any future episodes. And I want to make sure we let you know about a new free gift that we're offering. It is a new ebook that I've authored called Breakthrough, and it covers seven things to do in your life to experience a spiritual breakthrough, getting out of the slum, getting back connected to God the way he wants you to after COVID-19 and just going to be a big blessing to people. You can download that by uh, texting the word healing to 94,000. Let's go to your texting app. You can even do it right now. Go to your texting app and put 94,000 where the phone number normally goes and type the word healing. Hit send and it will walk you through the process and you'll be able to download that resource. So I pray you'll be blessed. I hope you're ready now to move from faith that lives only in your head to the kind of faith that gets released from your heart. In part one of Building Miracle Level Faith, we spoke about the reality that there are two kinds of faith. There is a natural faith and there is a supernatural faith. There is a faith that lives in the mind that is fed by our senses, our sensory system, our hearing, our tasting, our feeling, um, our seeing. These are all sensory perceptions. And Natural faith is built by those, it is fed by those, and we put them together and call it experience and education. In other words, we get natural faith from the things we learn and the things that match that experience. But we also spoke about a different kind of faith, a faith that comes from Jesus, a faith that is authored by him, a faith that is supernatural, a faith that is not rooted in our senses in the natural but a faith that's rooted in God's word, a faith that literally comes from the unseen realms. And today we're going to talk about how to begin to move or operate in the supernatural faith. And so when we take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and as always, I invite you to grab your Bible and follow along and underline and highlight, get a notebook and spend some time investing in learning about faith, because these teachings will change your life. They will change your spiritual life. They will change so many things as you learn to operate according to the knowledge of the Bible. Uh, Too frequently, we try to get spiritual blessings through natural means, and it doesn't work. Well, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and actually see the Bible teaching about this. It says in verse 9, But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Well, right now, that tells us that things are happening beyond our sensory knowledge, that God is preparing things for those who love him, and the eye has never seen it, the ear has never heard it, and it's never even entered into our heart. All we've got to receive that God is beyond our senses. He is bigger. 
He's wider. He's deeper. And he is more real than even that which we see. And things are happening outside of our sensory knowledge. And what a beautiful verse that that we can't even contain. We've never seen, heard, or thought um, about it in our heart concerning the wonderful things that God is preparing for those who love him. Oh, that's why I pray that you come to love him, because the blessings are upon blessings are upon blessings of what God is preparing for us. Now, it says in verse 10 that there is a revealing of things that don't come through sensory knowledge, but through his spirit. Let's take a look at verse 10. It says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Now, again, that's not sense knowledge. That's not sensory system-based knowledge. That's revelatory, supernatural, spiritual understanding. So God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Well, this means that the spirit is searching things that are beyond our sensory knowledge. In verse 11, it says, For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. So the things that are in God are only known by the spirit of God and are only revealed by the spirit of God. This means we can't obtain that knowledge through natural means in our own mind. It's in his mind. So in verse 12, it says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. You see, again, it's by the spirit. It's the spirit that is from God who makes known the things that have been freely given to us by God. How are we going to believe something? How are we going to believe a miracle, a breakthrough, a blessing, some gift from God, if it isn't revealed to us? I want to give you a major key and point. You can't believe God for something that you're unaware of. Yes, in fact, our faith is only going to go as great or as high as our knowledge of God. So the Spirit of God is bringing us into a greater degree of understanding of the things of God. Now, let me keep going further. It says in verse 13, These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Again, here we have that the Holy Spirit is the teacher. The Spirit of holiness is teaching us. Not man, not human wisdom, not five senses, not nine senses, not 32 senses. However, however many senses that some scientists say there are, it is beyond all natural senses. The Holy Spirit can't be limited to what's inside a human being's mind. He is God. The Holy Spirit is God. He's operating outside of the realm of what we can perceive. It says, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Yes. Natural with natural, spiritual with spiritual. So it's very difficult to walk in spiritual blessings by understanding natural sensory knowledge. What is a miracle? What is a healing? What is a supernatural change in the human body? It's spiritual. 
A miracle is a spiritual breakthrough or breaking out of the supernatural power of God into the natural. In other words, that which is in the heavenly angelic realm breaks into our natural realm. But we're going to have to have spiritual knowledge, have faith in that spiritual knowledge, and have faith in that spiritual knowledge that comes only from the Holy Spirit revealing it. Now, let's look how clear this is in verse 14. It says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. This is a very, very vital and important point that if you're going to move from mental faith or natural faith to spiritual faith rooted in the heart, you've got to realize you can't use the natural man with natural senses with a fallen nature to receive the things that are spiritual. The Bible boldly says that that for the person who's trying to understand spiritual blessings with a natural mind, it says they're foolishness to him. They can't understand it. So when a believer, a real believer with supernatural faith is speaking about healing to, let's say, a doctor who does not know about the spiritual blessings of God, it, it seems nonsensical to the doctor. It seems unreasonable. It seems like foolishness that we would anticipate a healing coming from God to our body. It's outside their equation. There are variables that they do not put in to their computation in science. So that outlier doesn't make sense. And so what do they do? They discount it and they say, well, you must be crazy. And trust me, I've had people think I'm crazy, but it's a fascinating, wonderful experience when those people who think I'm crazy wind up coming to a healing meeting or wind up seeing the work of the Lord that they cannot explain. When there are creative miracles and there are blood diagnoses reversed, when there are short legs that grow right in front of us, things that people are saying, how is that happening? We don't understand it. Understanding of that kind of thing will never flow with a natural mind. This is why the believer in Jesus Christ becomes born again. Jesus said in John chapter 3 to a very, very religious and well-respected man, Nicodemus, he said, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And I believe there's a dimension of that, not only that can they not inherit eternal life, but also they can't perceive, understand, and operate in that supernatural kingdom. And so it becomes very difficult for people who have spiritual senses, spiritual revelation, spiritual understanding, and faith that flows from that spiritual revelation to talk to people who don't yet have that revelation. And so it's very important to understand that if you're going to walk in miracle-level faith, your faith must flow from what the Holy Spirit is revealing. And that primarily happens through what God has revealed in his written word. You see, the Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 20, it says, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God 
spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. You see, the very word of God is from the Holy Spirit. Isn't this wonderful? In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it reveals that the Holy Spirit is the one who knows the mind of God and can reveal those blessings, those things that are freely given to us. That is wonderful because that means the Word of God is revealing supernatural spiritual knowledge that we could not learn through our senses. So it becomes very, very important that we must have a faith that's rooted in the Word of God, not rooted in our senses. So this means that things that are spiritually discerned must be understood by spiritual faculties or ability to hear God's word. So this is very, very important because by not living according to your physical senses and living according to the word of God, you're going to be immediately shift from living by natural sense-based faith, sensory-based faith rather, to living with supernatural faith. Now, Jesus Christ actually said this in Matthew chapter 4. He gives an instruction that a lot of people know, but they, they haven't necessarily connected the dots. It says in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, it says when he was contending with the devil in the wilderness, Jesus says, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This is very specific information. This is very specific shepherding from Jesus. He's overcoming the devil in the wilderness by declaring that man will not live by bread alone. In other words, will not live by natural bread, but will live by every word, that spiritual, supernatural revelation but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When we follow man-made philosophies and they call it religion, that's not Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. That's still the word of a man. When you listen to philosophers that are men, teachers, professors, scholars that are men, and they bring ideas and theories, they're still only operating in the dimension of the physical realm. But it's very interesting that science knows it's limited. And we should know that it's limited. We should know that when they describe things that are still theories in, in science, not proven, such as the Big Bang Theory, the idea that the universe was created from a massive spontaneous explosion. Uh, yes, I am oversimplifying that, but to a degree, there had to be something there that exploded. There had to be some matter. There had to be something there. And you ask the scientist, but where did the something that exploded come from? You'll always come to a place where they say, I don't know, because they do not know the origin of creation because they do not know the creator. So it's as if we're inside of a self-made sandbox trying to get breakthrough and things to happen like miracles, but we're doing it without the information and the realm of the supernatural. So it's like you can't bring those miracle level healings into the realm of science and expect science to figure that out. 
It's beyond science if science is limited to the human mind. It must be in that which is not observable. It must be in that which is non-measurable. I mean, think about this. How can you quantify or put love under a microscope? Yet, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. You can't scientifically measure, quantify, graph, or do any kind of linear plotting or mapping on love from God. It is outside the, even the confines of human expression and thought. Even the Bible says in, in Ephesians chapter 3, it says in verse 20, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Yes, the blessings and the things that God will do according to the power, listen, that works in us. God's power is in us, and it is beyond what we're even able to ask or think. This is amazing. God cannot be tamed. God cannot be limited. God cannot be confined. And those who desire to operate in miracle-level faith have to have a faith that's rooted in God, in his power, in his omniscience, in his omnipotence, in his all-powerful nature. This is where miracle faith lives. This is where miracles are born. We expect the bones to grow, the, the legs to be healed, the eyes to be healed, the ears to be healed, because we don't need to have the knowledge scientifically of how it happens, but we know the one who has the power to do it. And so this is what is so wonderful about the word of God. We can recognize it isn't man's word. It is God's word. It is God's word. This is why when Peter, in Matthew chapter 14, gets out of the boat to walk on water, he listened to the word of God when Jesus said, Come. Oh my goodness. Peter said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter came, had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. What a beautiful history that Peter put his faith in the limitless power supply of Jesus Christ. He trusted his word. He forgot about natural senses. He forgot about the storm. He forgot about the wind. He forgot about the waves. He forgot about gravity, my goodness. He put his eyes on Jesus. But something happened in verse 30 of Matthew 14. It says, but when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. It's when he used and returned back to his sensory natural perception, the sense of sight, that he began to see the wind was boisterous. And that is when fear entered him. And that is when he no longer operated in miracle level faith. Yes, there is a great tension that exists between our spiritual senses and faith and our natural senses and natural faith.
This is vital for us to win and gain victory because at least now we're understanding that not only are there two kinds of faith, natural and spiritual, but there are two different sources by which to rely upon, natural and spiritual. Natural being our observable physical world through our senses and spiritual being the word of God. When we put our trust completely in the word of God, miracle level faith is bound to break through. When God says that by his stripes, by his son's stripes, Jesus Christ, we are healed, then we need to believe that. We need to receive that. When it says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, it says, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Past tense. We need to receive what the Word of God says, even if it violates what we're seeing in the natural realm, because that's where miracles are created in the supernatural realm. That may be unseen initially, but it will become seen when that supernatural faith breaks into this realm. I'll leave you with Hebrews chapter 11, verse number three. It says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed or created by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. If you want a miracle to be seen, it will be created by that which is invisible and the word of God is not seen, it's actually heard. But if you believe in what you hear from the mouth of God, then you will see it. Oh, how the Bible says in Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Well, I pray that this has been a blessing to you today. I pray that you will move from sensory natural faith into the miracle level faith of trusting God's word. You can do it today. You can apply it today. You can say, Lord, I trust your word over what I feel. I trust your word over what I see. I trust what you have written in your holy Bible more than what even scientists can observe. Lord, I put my faith in your revelatory Holy Spirit revealed knowledge. And Lord, I no longer trust as primary the things that I see. Lord, I thank you. Please, Lord, bless each of us to help us and assist us and lead us and grow us and develop us. And may we be trained by the Holy Spirit to trust God by his word, only on his word, so that miracles will break out in your body, in your life, in your mind, in your business, in your church, in your ministry. God is ready to do it. Let's listen to it. Let's go after miracle level faith. May God bless you. Again, make sure you grab the free ebook that's out. I just recently released it called Breakthrough. You can download it free by typing healing into your messaging app. Just send it to 94,000. Put the word healing and it'll be on its way to you after you fill out a couple of forms. Well, may the Lord bless you, keep you. I look forward to talking with you again. We're going to go into part three 
of this teaching soon. God bless you. I love you in Jesus. Make sure you check out our website at everyhousenow.org, and we'll talk to you soon. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.